We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. McPherson checking in for a five-hour KM to AM. You've got me from 7 to 12. Guess what? We're going to talk sports. I'm not going to talk about uh, Matsui's porn. I'm not going to talk about cocaine. We're going to keep it strictly sports, baby, obviously. Let's go. New York City on a Wednesday night coming off a Yankees win. Obviously, the conversation is going to be focused around your New York Yankees, but... There's some other things to talk about with this schedule, with the rain on the way. MLB, I have applauded you for this wild card round and this new tournament, but now it's about to get tricky. We'll see what happens with this rain and these off days. Call me up, 877-337-6666 if you'd like to join. No guests lined up tonight. I didn't feel like calling in favors or asking anybody, hey, man, can you join my show for 15 minutes? You got some time to call up. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to the fans, right? If you called today and you were on hold and you hung up, you couldn't get on, call me up tonight. We've got five hours to do this. If you have a take or a thought or a theory that you didn't get to express on air today, call me up. It's the nighttime before we close Wednesday, October 12th. Maybe I'll hear from you. Now, uh, I was on last night after the Yankees post game, so my thoughts and takes from the Yankees game, you're Probably going to hear again if you listened last night, but people go to sleep at night. I don't expect uh, the same people that listen from 12 o'clock to 2 in the morning to be the same people that are listening now. But shout out to you if you're one of them. I know there are people that listen to WFAN all day, every day, similar to what I do. Now, outside of the Yankees, you have the New York Rangers back on the ice coming off a win last night in the Garden. Rangers fans, call me up. Tell me what you saw. Tell me how you're feeling, what you're thinking about the team. The New York Islanders back on the ice at UBS tomorrow. Cool. The Devils on the road in Philly. NHL is back. NBA is about to be back in a week. The New York Knicks right now are about to face the Indiana Pacers preseason game tonight. I'll try and uh, keep an eye on that. I will also try to keep an eye on the Brooklyn Nets. Brook. The Brooklyn Nets. Those are my guys. Justin Shackle and Frank Isola have the call on Yes Network tonight at 7.30. I have not 
heard my guy Justin call a basketball game. I'm interested to see what that's like. I mean, I wish him well. He's uh, Yankees on demand. If you've ever gone to Yankee Stadium and seen the guys that are on the big screen kind of welcoming you in the Yankee Stadium and telling you a couple things, Justin is one of those guys. He's also been on WFAN um, calling the game in place of John Sterling. So shout out to Justin. He will be on the call for the Yes Network with Frank Isola. Nets versus the hated Milwaukee Bucks at 730. Keeping eyes on that. Now, what I really am keeping eyes on tonight is what I want to talk to you first about. Phillies Braves is coming up. Game two set for 730. That game just got delayed three hours, folks. And uh, I'm hoping that's not what happens with the Yankees coming up tomorrow. Um, But it's going to get tricky. MLB, I just said, I applauded them for the wild card round. I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was fun. It was different. I think this whole tournament is different. This whole style, like, it's cool. It's good for baseball. It's a refresh on what we've known. But I don't know how well they thought this out. I don't know how well this is going to be executed. I don't think they gave themselves too much wiggle room to execute this the right way. You have the New York Yankees off for five days. They play a game in front of 48,000 fans, a ton of energy, a ton of excitement, and a good win for the team morale, and you kind of want them to roll over, right? They should be playing right now. They should be on the field right now. We should be in the stadium right now. Like, hey, go get that second win the next day. But they build in this off day, and we've just got National League games on today, one that should have probably been in the seventh, eighth inning right now if it started on time. But now they're just getting it started in Philly, uh, in Atlanta, Phillies versus Braves because of rain. I think it's going to rain tomorrow. The forecast has said rain, and uh, there's a chance that this game gets moved to Friday at 1. So you saw the environment in Yankee Stadium last night. I was in there. I could tell you all about it. I told people about it last night. It was great. The light show, all of it. Nick Swisher uh, bringing the flag out. CC throwing out first pitch. The fans. Uh, from the uh, interaction with the Josh Donaldson non-homer to Oswaldo Cabrera, all of that, it was great. But we're not going to get a night game if it rains from, what, which I'm seeing on weather.com, uh, 11 a.m. all the way until 2 a.m. they're expecting in the Bronx. So now that home field advantage, the Bronx Zoo, the madness that you see uh, inside Yankee Stadium with all of those fans, Uh, The bleacher creatures throwing beer, throwing popcorn, people celebrating. Like, that's going to be toned down some if it's a Friday game at 1 or 2 o'clock. It's not the same environment. And follow me here on this. They've got Shane Bieber going, the Cleveland Guardians. And if they can take that game on Friday in the middle of the day and even up the series 1-1, they go home to play Saturday and Sunday at Progressive Field I don't think this is going to happen, but there's a possibility they could take the series 3-1 by Sunday. And speaking of Sunday, I was just talking to Ricky Ricardo about this. I'm like, you know, we were talking about the uh, Cowboys-Eagles game coming up. And we were talking about how the Yankees are supposed to play on Sunday and, you know, how baseball has scheduled this. If you're going to build in an off day, why not build an off day on Sunday so you don't have to go up against the NFL? You know, everybody watches the NFL. Everybody watches Red Zone. Everybody's got a fantasy team, parlay bets. Uh, whether you go to the bar, whether you host from 1 o'clock to, you know, that little window between like 7.30 and 8.20 and then the night game comes on. People are glued to the TV to watch the NFL. So if you're going to build in an off day, why not schedule an off day where you don't have to compete against the NFL? 
I'm a baseball guy. I'm also a football guy and a basketball guy. But I want to see MLB succeed. I want to grow the game. I want eyes on the game. And uh, I feel like the people inside of MLB, for as much good as they've done, you know, we actually know a ton about uh, the things that they've dropped the ball on. I feel like they're potentially dropping the ball on this right here. And uh, I'm I'm not just saying that because I'm a Yankees fan and I feel like they'll be at a, a lesser advantage with a day game Friday and then going to Ohio to play two games. But I feel like this could have and should have been avoided. 877-337-6666. Not going to break yet. Just throwing the number out there for callers and people that want to add to what I'm talking about. Um, we'll see what goes on right now with this Braves game. But conversation that people in baseball had about these teams getting the, the first round by was that, hey, one of these teams is going to come out cold. The Dodgers handled business last night. The Astros came out cold, but they figured out how to come back and handle business last night. Your New York Yankees handled business last night, but the defending World Series champions did not. The Phillies were able to take game one, and now this game is delayed. Baseball is going to baseball, you know. Men make plans, and the baseball gods laugh. We don't know what's going to happen tonight in this Braves game. They've got Zach Wheeler going. The Phillies could go up 2-0 on the Braves. That's not ideal for baseball. That's not ideal for Atlanta. I'm sure there's some Mets fans that might like that, Mets fans for Phillies. But um, it's interesting, folks. I, I feel like that's the biggest thing to talk about tonight with the postseason in baseball going on right now, this change in format, weather affecting baseball, which I don't know how you don't think about that. Right Out of all of the teams playing, I think there's only one team that's in a dome. The Houston Astros can close the roof. Um, but all the other spots, they're, they're outside stadiums. You have to factor in that it can rain, and you could postpone a game. You could completely miss a game, and I think that's what's going to happen here in New York. Other than that tonight, we'll talk all around some things. The New York Giants host Lamar Jackson and the Ravens Sunday at 1. Landon Collins is back. Took a shot at Gettleman today. He's wearing his number 21, working out with the linebackers. The New York Jets, baby. Hey, don't sleep on those Jets. The Giants just knocked off Aaron Rodgers in London, and I was told that that couldn't happen, and I believe that it possibly could. Who's to say that the Jets don't build off this momentum and go to Lambeau and shock some people? I, I think it could happen. I expect Aaron Rodgers to bounce back and be Aaron Rodgers at home, not in uh, Tottenham Hotspur Arena, but we'll see what goes on with that. Brooklyn Nets, Knicks on tonight. Already told you about the hockey stuff. There's other news floating around. Devontae Adams is going to jail <laughs> for pushing that camera guy. He's not going to jail, but he's getting charged. Randy Johnson is an NFL photographer. I thought that was a joke. I thought that was a meme. Photoshop. No, there's some truth to that. So a bunch of things to talk about tonight. Sports related. We'll keep it to sports. Uh, Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up 877-337-6666. I'll be right back. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Here, and you say New York City. Keith McPherson on the fan. We're going to keep it clean. This is a children's program. There are kids that listen to this. <laughs> Shout out to my young Jedis, my young boys that... Stay up usually after their bedtime to listen to me talk about sports till 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Hey, we're on early tonight. Call me up, fellas. Get those calls in, and uh, we'll blow through the calls quickly. If you've got a thought, a take, just get it out there. If I uh, bang the phone on you, I'm not hanging up. I'm just moving the line along. There's a lot to talk about, and uh, I'll go back to the main thing that I want to talk about. And it's Major League Baseball, the scheduling, this new format. Like, if you're going to try something new, think it through, right? If you're going to try something new, uh, have a, a plan. Have a, you know, just like, I don't know. This seems like it was kind of thrown together. And I also feel like it was thrown together because of the lockout. We all remember this was part of the lockout, right? The players had to accept this new postseason format for the lockout to end. And then with the lockout pushing the season back, we end up with a situation where the season ends on a Wednesday and then they start the wild card round on a Friday and then boom, here we are uh, with the division round starting on a Tuesday right after that. So it is what it is. Um, If you love baseball, if you've watched baseball, call me up, tell me what you think and uh, tell me what you think is going to happen. I think it's going to rain tomorrow. They're not going to be able to play it. If If you're a Yankees fan or a Mets fan in New York, you just understand that's part of it, right? The Yankees usually lead the league in rain delays and postponements. It's just what goes on and we had a pretty dry summer but uh, we've seen it happen in the spring and in the fall every single year like the Yankees literally build in an off day in opening day in case of rain opening day is on a Thursday then they'll be off on Friday in case they have to bump that game back for weather I think in 2018 it snowed on a Thursday and then we went to the game on Friday it rained but they had to play this is postseason baseball though 
This is it. This is what it's all for. This is what 162 games are for. We're trying to crown a champion, right? And we're trying to see these guys play and, uh, you know, not have managers like Brian Snicker come out and say, oh, you know, these guys are off for five days. Like, doesn't help that they were off for five days. Like, they're already criticizing the new format. Of course, manager loses a game like that. He's going to say his guys were cold. Uh, They played an early game. Place was not packed as it should have been, right? We've seen uh, Truist Park have more people in it than they had for that game that they end up losing to the Phillies. And now the second game of that series gets delayed three hours. So eyes on that. Call me up. Let's get it going. I think I've said enough. Let's go to the phones. First up is Charlie in Totowa on the fan. You got it, Charlie. Hey, Keith. Love your show, man. Uh, A couple things. Huge baseball fan. I pitched in high school, pitched in college. And you touched on some fantastic points. First of all, you Yankee fan, the momentum, all that energy, it's now over, number one. Number two, we're talking October baseball. You know, they took two steps forward with the format, but one step backwards with the planning of it. I mean, thank goodness our weather is good. How many times have we played baseball in October and it's 40 degrees? Right. So this day off is, I don't think it's needed. And, again, we're talking Thursday night football tomorrow. Granted, not a great game. Why would you want to go up against that? Sure. You know, I'm watching the Yankees regardless, but if you're not from this area and you don't have a horse in the race, you're going to watch the football game. So I, I think those things, again, not happy with it. I'd rather be playing, obviously. And now with the rain. It's supposed to be pouring up here tomorrow. So what does that do for us for momentum, the arms? We were off five days. We don't need another day off. And last but not least, if you let me, I'd like to give a shout-out to Justin Shackle. Very good friends with his mom. Went to high school with his dad. Props to the young man. He's doing well for himself. Yeah. And I'm really happy for him, guys. He's a good guy. I've I've known him for a couple of years. I actually just got to meet him this year. I'm happy for him. He's making moves. He's going from calling Yankees games to Nets games. I, I haven't heard him call a basketball game, but he's a pro. I'm sure he's Man, gonna do well. He worked he took John Sterling's spot a cup. Doesn't get any better than yeah, that as a Yankee yeah. fan. Fordham guy and uh just a hard worker. Yep. And uh, I, I wish him the best. I wish him well. I hope he crushes it tonight. So maybe he fills in during the season more. I hope so, too, Keith, but you're absolutely right with this two steps forward with the baseball. Not not well thought out. Right. Kind of so. egg on their face again. Thanks for the call, Charlie. And Charlie brought up a good point with Thursday night football. Even though it's the Commanders versus the Bears, it's football. And we watch football. We bet on football. We have fantasy teams. Like I said, everybody in this country cares about the NFL. I just feel like the NFL is king. And uh, when Thursday comes, people are setting their fantasy rosters, putting their bets in, and they do care. So if you are Major League Baseball, who's technically behind the NFL and the NBA in popularity, and you have this brand new tournament with a bracket and a buy, and you want more eyes on baseball, you want more attention on baseball, especially this season where so much happened in baseball, wouldn't you think about, okay, this is going to be in October. We're going to go up against the NFL on Thursday and Sunday and Monday. Let's set up some off days for those days. Those are the days that we don't need our product on TV. We're going to have to compete for ratings, and people are going to choose the NFL. I don't know. Think about it. <laughs> like I wasn't. Nobody brought me into those meetings. 
Nobody looped me into those meetings. And I feel like sometimes baseball, and I love baseball, and I know some people at MLB offices, but I feel like baseball sometimes has guys making decisions for baseball that either aren't baseball fans or aren't enough of sports fans. Like, they have tunnel vision on just baseball, or they don't really even understand their own game. And I say that to say this, right? If you understand your own game, you understand that baseball is every day. It's constant through the season, right? That's what a lot of us love about baseball. You lose a game, you have the next day to erase that. When you get to the highest level of competition, why are we breaking up the days if they're not travel days? That's the only time you have off days in Major League Baseball's regular season. Getaway days, travel days, Mondays, Thursdays. So, I don't know. I feel like they didn't, they didn't think this one through all the way, and it could get tricky. And I'm not saying that the Yankees are going to lose the series, but it could get very interesting with the Yankees going from having a Tuesday and Thursday night set up for game one and two to now game two being a day game at one. I don't know how many of you can get out of work tomorrow or Friday if you can't go tomorrow. That's another thing with the ticket sales, right? The ticket prices are, are sky high. But, of course, it's New York. That's what you expect in the postseason. But if you're buying a ticket tonight to go tomorrow and then that game gets moved to Friday at 1 and you can't make it and you just invested $400, I think some people are going to wait that out. I hope that the Yankees do the right thing as far as like getting in front of this. If they know that they can't play the game and they talk to their meteorologists and their weather people and people that are much smarter than me looking at weather.com, I hope that they just go ahead and and – Call it at like call it at 10 a.m. <laughs> in the morning, right? I'll be up sometime around eight or nine, checking on it. Call it by 10, 11, latest noon, folks. This game is not going to go on tonight. The game has been moved to Friday at 105. All tickets for the Thursday night game will be honored for Friday. You know, like we need that information. We need that to happen. And uh, I I hope that people are able to show up Friday at one. I'll be there, but I work in sports. Like <laughs> I'm supposed to be there. It's part of my job. There are diehard fans that they can't get out of work on Friday. Not at 1. What, go out for lunch and not come back? <laughs> it's uh, it's an interesting situation here. Still developing. Peter is in Manhattan on the fan. You got it, Peter. What's up, man? What's up, my man? That's why I rock with you. I see eye to eye, to, eye, to eye with you. All your points are spot on. Uh, I want to talk about two things. I was at the game sitting legends yesterday. It was a tough decision, but I can't pick the Rangers over my Yankees. I have season tickets for the Rangers. I missed a sick game. They look amazing. But I, I TiVo'd the Yankee game because uh, the, the, I wanted to see myself on TV. I was in Legends. And I was expected to be happy. And then I hit the broadcast. And Bob Costas is like Dr. Seuss, man. <laughs> I, this guy doesn't stop talking about these dumb stories that mean nothing. And then he didn't even mention anything. The Yankee haters. Like, the whole time I'm hearing about Cleveland and about Quantrill and his, and his dad and all this stuff and nothing, barely anything about Judge giving them compliments, doing anything. like It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing, you know. I'll add this before you I go to your it. next thing. It's a national broadcast, and I have to remind you that everyone hates the Yankees outside of New York Yankees fans. So they always kind of yeah, tailor but- those broadcasts to the national audience that's rooting for the Yankees to lose. I didn't go back and listen to the game. I heard bits and pieces of Ron Darling and Bob Costas in the bathrooms. You know how they play, you know, um, in like Delta in the suites. You can hear it through the yeah. through the radio in there. Like I'd rather have heard John and Susan in there, but whatever. Um, Bob is old, and I thought they were trying to restore the feeling of 
you know, the 90s and early 2000s with Bob calling uh, postseason baseball. But I, I just think it was a little bit of a miss, uh, especially if you're trying to get the younger kids into the game, right? Right. Young, young kids are tuning in to see the Yankees, and they're like, wow, look at this light show. Yankee Stadium looks crazy. And then they're listening to Bob talk about things and, that happened in the 60s, 70s, 80s that they have no idea about. Right. And, and you're talking about Judge now. Like, Judge is loved. We, we may be hated, but Judge is loved throughout baseball. I mean, the guy's like a superhero, giant, and you're talking about how he missed the triple crown and how that guy from Minnesota won. Like, who cares? Like, yeah. talk about the positive. He's not in the I mean? postseason. But, There's no need to talk about that guy. If you talk about you know, that guy, they should talk right. about how he rested the last week, how he was nursing Correct. a hamstring to keep his average up. Correct. Correct. So, the, my next point is, yo, these owners have con- construction crews right? They own all these stadiums. It should be mandatory that each stadium, at least the big market teams, have to put a dome. Have to put and only or and only close only close up when it's a certain degree or when it's raining or something like that. That eliminates everything. Man, I, I mean, I think it gets a little deeper into like the state and funding and it's not just the owner's decision. I mean, cuz right here in New York I mean, when they made MetLife in Jersey, where I'm from, I'm like, why didn't they put a dome over MetLife? Like, you're going to make a right. brand-new stadium. Put a dome over it. Even the Yankee Stadium, they're never going to do that. It's always going to be open air. Uh, City Field, it's always going to be open air. It's just, like, history and, and the vibe in there. Uh, it's smart, though, right? Like, if you're talking about business and uh, making sure you play all your games as scheduled, it would be wise to have a dome. But it seems like they only have retractable domes in the south and in, like, the southwest. Gotcha. Good point. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. All right, man. Thank you. Great. Thanks for the call, Peter. Yeah. Um, interesting. You know, <laughs> I went to the game, so I did not hear the call. I heard a ton about Bob Costas. I know the guys are talking about it on Carton and Roberts today. Whatever. Um, I, is he set up to do this whole series, him and Ron Darling? I think they are. So it is what it is there. <laughs> uh, can't change the the way, you know. As I'm applauding MLB for this new format, they're not they're not perfect. They're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna hit on everything. They're not gonna have the the guys that everyone loves on each call. And it's tough. You're not gonna get your local broadcast crew. They probably thought that they were doing something. Ron Darling, Mets, New York guy, makes sense for him to be calling the Yankees. He's close in proximity. He can talk Yanks for sure. He was just on the podcast with myself and Sweeney Murdy on Monday. BXB, check it out. Bronx baseball. We talk about the Yankees. And then Bob Costas has history calling Yankees games, and he is a historic baseball voice and figure and just sports in general. So uh, I don't know. Maybe some people liked it. I'm glad I didn't see it. When I heard about the Dragons and all this other stuff, I'm like, that's why I'd just go to the game. <laughs> that's why I'm just, all right, whatever. If I got to drive up to the Bronx, if I got to take the train, I will go to the game. Uh, I do not want my uh, enjoyment of the game to be affected by the guys on the call. Like, I refuse to listen to John Smoltz call a Yankee game. I'm good. I already already know his tone. I already know how he's coming. All right. Do I have to break it down here, Connor, or are we good? I can keep rolling. I would like to go in a different direction so we can stop talking about the rain and uh, MLB for now. We can stop talking about uh, what's going to happen. This game in Atlanta is about to get underway. Oh, no, it just started, top of the first. And uh, these NBA games are about to get underway, so we'll have some game action for me to keep you updated on. But you guessed it, Yankees talk on the fan, your official home to talk about the New York Yankees. All of the calls that I have now are Yankees calls. And 
I said I was on last night after the game, and I know there was you know a ton of people that didn't hear that because I would hope that you went to sleep on a Tuesday night. You had to go to work in the morning. I don't expect you to stay up, listen to you know me on the radio till 2 a.m. So we're going to have probably some of the same conversations tonight that we had late last night into the early morning. Let's go for it. Kevin's in Hillsdale, New Jersey, on the fan. Keith, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Uh, I got a couple of points just uh, just on Aaron, Ju- Aaron Judge. Uh, big fan of your show. I don't listen all that often. Have, have you ever mentioned if uh, Aaron Judge doesn't want to be a Yankee next season? All I hear on the radio is the Yankees better offer Aaron Judge big money, long years, all those things. But I have not heard anyone mention what if he doesn't want to be in New York? What if he wants to go out west? Uh, to, to San I, 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 yeah, I've talked about it a bunch. I've talked about it on MLB Network. I've talked about it here. I think that that is the only real threat to the Yankees not signing him, right? This is how I look at it. He grew up on the West Coast rooting for the San Francisco Giants. And, uh, you know, there's a good chance that he wants to go home. Um, there's a good chance that him and his wife want to go home. They're from the West Side. Like, if the Giants, which we already know because they've spoken on it, if they put together a package and offer Aaron Judge... The Yankees have to beat it, and they have to beat it pretty convincingly, I think. Like, you know, I've also said that hundreds of millions of dollars, I don't come from much money. I can't relate myself, but I assume if you're getting, you know, 300 to $400 million, like 20 million, 10 million here and there of money that you're never going to be able to spend, it's it's not really uh, going to change things. What's going to change things is your happiness, your family, and ultimately where you want to be. Judge has only been here. He was drafted by the Yankees, developed by the Yankees, became a legend with the New York Yankees. We're hoping that he adds a World Series as a Yankee, but he's about to be a free agent, and we cannot forget he stopped contract talks before the season started, and the Yankees gave him a you know low ball extension offer, and I know that it was the first offer, but he could be feeling some type of way about that. He bet on himself, and he went crazy this year. He had the best season he could possibly have, and if he wants to go but, home, and Keith, that's that, that's my that's my second point too. Though is that he did bet himself on himself. He did go crazy. He played, I think, the most games uh, in the regular season in his whole career than at any other point. Stayed healthy, but yep. well, cor- cor- well, correct. So whoever signs him. Do they have to be worried then he's going to break down next season and the upcoming seasons where this contract it looks good at the end of the 2022 season because of what he did, but in 8, 9, 10 years from now, it's the worst contract ever because of his health. <laughs> That's baseball. You know, they, you got to be worried about that with every guy. You got to be worried. You, you give Max Scherzer $43 million, and at the end of the season, he's not the Max Scherzer that you've come to know. Like, that's part of the risk that's, of it. That, that, that's a shorter. That's a, that's a shorter amount of years than what Aaron Judge is looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like sure, with, with but A-Rod. we can we can look at A Rod, Albert Pujols, Miguel Cabrera. We can we can look at a bunch of them. We can even look at the contracts right now with Mike Trout, um, Bryce Harper, Fernando Tatis Jr. Look at all the money they gave Fernando Tatis Jr. We're not even talking about the end of his contract. He can't even be on the field in the beginning of that contract. It's a risk. It's a risk you take. In baseball, you get paid off of what you've done, not what you're going to do. No, I, I, I hear you. I just, I, I, yeah, I, I just don't think he wants to be in New York, to be quite honest with you. And I, I think baseball was very creative in, in their way of scheduling the Yankees to play the Giants next year on opening day <laughs> in the Bronx. 
Yeah, that's great. Uh, I, I, I looked at that when that came out, and I, I got a good chuckle out of it. I go, maybe someone knows something in there, Keith. <laughs> maybe. Thanks for the call, Kevin. I disagree that Judge does not want to be here. He's the king of New York. When he comes up to the plate, he plays Pop Smoke. And the like couple lyrics that you really hear loud, I'm the king of New York, mellow. Like That's, that's on purpose. He just had a historic season. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke and A Boogie. Uh, who's from the Bronx, he's still living. But that song, I feel like he chose that song not because it's a good club banger, because they say, I'm the king of New York. Judge is the king of New York. He built himself a throne. Why would he want to leave it? Why would he be wearing a hoodie that says New York or nowhere a couple weeks ago? Why would he be asked about postseason baseball in the Bronx and Yankee Stadium and say, it's heaven, it's where you want to be? He talks a lot about these fans and what it's like being a New York Yankee. He just put his name above Maris and Ruth. This guy is in line to get his 99 retired. He just watched this year Derek Jeter and Paul O'Neill and the reception they got with their ceremonies. You think Judge isn't sitting there like, okay, after CeCe, who's the next guy to get love like this? Probably me. I need to win a championship here. I need to bring a World Series and a parade back to this city, and I don't need to go anywhere else. The thing about New York is, like, and especially the Yankees, the Yankees have a different cachet. The Yankees, the Yankees are the biggest sports brand, period. There's a bunch of things they can do here in New York with Aaron Judge where the money here is different than going to San Francisco. It's a nice city, whatever, uh, but they definitely don't have the history and the culture that the Yankees have or the power and and the the brand that the Yankees have. Being a New York Yankee the way Judge is, <laughs> I, I don't think he's uh, in a rush to go anywhere. I think there's a good chance that the Yankees sign him. I think that's priority one, and I think they get it done. I don't think there's a, another team the Giants or Steve Cohen or whatever that really can come in and steal Judge away. But if he wants to go home, he wants to go home, and there's nothing you could do about that. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666, BRB. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right back at it on the fan. Keith McPherson checking in. A five-hour KM to AM. Thanks for rocking with me. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, if you're working, if you're on your way home, if you're going out somewhere and you chose to rock with WFAN, I appreciate it. Sports Talk Radio, New York City. Uh, Let's keep the line moving. Uh, 877-337-6666 if you'd like to be on the show. Uh, Right now, what I'd like to do is uh, shine some light on my guy. I was talking to Nestor Cortez earlier. I was texting with Nestor. Uh, He actually hit me this weekend, and I wasn't on. And uh, so I hit him back, and I'm like, I I got you tonight, bro. I got a five-hour show tonight. We're going to build Nestor up. Uh, Nestor is a guy that I think any guy can relate to. He's a regular dude, man. He's not, you know, 6'7 like Aaron Judge. He doesn't throw 100 on the gun like Garrett Cole. He's a 36-round draft pick, a guy that made his way, and he's still making his way. And now he gets to pitch for the New York Yankees in the postseason. And uh, I'm just proud of the guy. 
um, happy that I've gotten to get to know him and, uh, you know, through the radio and social media and um, all this, I've gotten to connect with him. I've had him on WFAN with me. I wasn't going to call him in tonight. We don't want to have him on the show and then, you know, mix up his uh, routine or mojo, but he spoke very well in his media availability today. You know how they have these interviews for the uh, ALDS. They had Garrett Cole, obviously, going into his start, and Nestor spoke today, and I want you to hear uh, some of the questions asked and some of the things that Nestor Cortez had to say ahead of his Game 2 start for the New York Yankees. Nestor, when you look back on this year for you personally, what, what have some of your favorite moments been? You know, what really stands out to you? I want to say the first half where we were going on an incredible run as a team. Um, obviously, you know, with the success that I had the first half and making the All-Star game was, was incredible for me. Um, but I think the, the thing I'm most proud of is that I was able to make 28 starts, uh, throw 158 innings. Um, you know, coming into this year, I had 93 last year. Um, and I didn't know how, how long and how durable I was going to be. So um, with the help of the training staff, the strength coaches, and even the starting rotation, uh, you know, they've done it year in, year out. So um, they've helped me along the way uh, to get to 158 innings. I know I, I hit that two weeks of, you know, injury, but um, it was something that was, I guess, you know, way like above above me. And um, I was just able to to keep, I guess, that tunnel vision towards the end and finish strong. Nestor Cortez, regular guy, man, but he's he's giving you an inside look at uh, his preparation and, you know, his thought process and this season and, you know, what he's done to to get here. Like, please don't forget that this is a guy, and I said this last night, we, we knew Nestor coming out of the bullpen. We knew Nestor as Chad Nestor. Chad would open and then hand the ball to Nestor Cortez. Going into this season, when we looked at the Yankees' rotation, a lot of us looked at Nestor Cortez as a big question mark. I used the phrase, what if he turns into a pumpkin? Like, what, you know, what if he turns back into a pumpkin, I think is the phrase. It's like, we didn't know what to expect out of him, and he overachieved, right? He became an ace, an all-star. He became a cult favorite, a cult classic. People showing up with mustaches on to Yankee Stadium. T-shirts being sold. Nasty Nestor looking like uh, Super Mario, right? And um, obviously last year he had Bronxy the Turtle, and uh, he's a guy that I, I, I can't wait for him to get his opportunity to, to shine uh, in this postseason pitching for the Yankees. Let's play the uh, second clip from Nestor today. As far as what I try and do is, like I said, stay in the moment. Um, I want to I wanna cherish every day, even if, if I'm not pitching. And for me to be able to... To do that, I think that's what's kept me, you know, neutral every single time. So um, I, I would like to say that I, I, I go day by day and hopefully, you know, today is, is the best day I have and tomorrow we'll see what happens. This is a guy living in the moment. This guy is cherishing every day. You've seen that. We saw a video of him, you know, chewing bubble gum and, uh, you know, celebrating with the team. When he's not pitching, he's locked into the game. He's obviously a favorite on the team. Um, when they celebrated winning the AL East, the guys are pouring beer down his pants. Like, I feel like everybody just loves Nestor. Um, he's a great character on this team, a great player on this team, and we're lucky to have him as our number two guy. Came out of nowhere. Can we give props to Cashman for that? I know people don't like giving props to Cashman, but, you know, Nestor left, right? Uh, they let him go. Um, actually, it wasn't like he left on his own. They let him go, and I think he went to Seattle, and he had a stint with Baltimore. Didn't work out. He comes back to the Yankees. I don't know if it's Matt Blake. I don't know exactly what it is, 
but he figured it out. Nestor Cortez, we can't wait to see you on the mound in the boogie down Bronx, toeing the slab in game two, whether that's tomorrow night or Friday at one. You know Nestor's going to naturally be himself. He's going to compete. He's going to smile. He'll have his chain shining out there. The Hialeah kid, straight out of the 305. I'm a big Nestor fan, obviously, and I was before I even connected with him. Nasty Nestor night. Hard to get a ticket. I'm pumped for Nestor Cortez to get this opportunity, and uh, I know he's not going to let us down, and I know how much he cares. He does. Like, when I talk to him, he basically says, you know, how much he he wants to deliver, how much he wants to perform, Um, even – talking to the media, right? He says he, he never knows how he did talking to the media. He's just being his honest and true self, and that's why I wanted to clip that up and let people hear. This is a regular guy that competed, that overcame obstacles and challenges. I'm sure there's a ton of people in his life that told him he wasn't going to make it, he wasn't going to do it, and now he's the number two starter for your New York Yankees. Like, what a dream story. What a story that anybody can get behind. Uh, Nestor Cortez, ladies and gentlemen, I think I can take – One call before we throw to the update and go to the break at the top of the hour here. Let's see. Let's go to OG Henry in the Bronx in the BX. OG, you're back on the fan. Hey, what's up, Keith? How you doing? I'm great, man. Having a good time. Uh, About an hour in. We got another four hours to go, and I got plenty more to do. Well, first and foremost, man, listen, you know, I just want to say this, man. Uh, As always... You know, I've been on your show a couple of times, and I always give you your props. And like I said, you know your stuff. Anyway, what I want to talk about is this. Um, you know, I think Derek Cole did a great job yesterday. He really did. Mm-hmm. I know that he struggled a little bit. And when you started talking about Nesta now, you know, I think, in my, you know, for me, in my eyes, I think Nesta is number one. You know, I think there's a lot of people that will probably agree with me, and then there's probably a lot of people who will probably disagree with me. You know, I think Nasty Nestor is a really good pitcher, and we could really, really depend on him. And when he comes out tomorrow night, man, I know he's going to come out with his fire and his determination. And it's like you said, when he's not playing, he's always playing because he's there with the team, giving them his spirit, you know, his soul, you yep. know, and his integrity. And I love that about him. What do you think about that? I love it, too. He's one of the first guys out to celebrate a walk-off home run or – uh, you know, I talked about him eating the bubble gum and, and throwing the, the bubble gum on the field. And uh, we've, we've just seen him. We've just seen him represent this team and this clubhouse. And, um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you as far as, like, I was stirring the pot saying, hey, that's my game one starter a month ago. <laughs> I was stirring the pot saying, I, I want to go Nestor game one. But we spent today building up Garrett Cole. I started it last night. It continued on the fan today. And, and I'm glad because – you got to put respect on Garrett Cole's name. And it's no disrespect to say that that Nestor Cortez, who arguably had a better year than him, if you look at the numbers, who was also an all-star in his own right, it's no disrespect to Garrett Cole saying, hey, Nestor could take the ball in game one. Boone himself even said that. You know, he, he was slow to name Cole the game one starter because of how well Seve and Nestor performed at the end of the season. So I think Nestor's ready uh, I can't wait to see him because he's entertaining, right? It's a different vibe with him on the mound with the leg kick and the different timing and the different arm slots. And like I said, he's going to be having fun. He's going to smile. If he gets a pitch that gets called a ball that he knows is a strike, he's just going to laugh it off and he's going to come right back and strike guys out. And uh, I think he's due to have a, a big first outing here in the postseason and, and help this team make a good run. Thanks for the call, OG. Uh, now it's time to break it down. Watching the Brooklyn Nets in here. The Nets are down three. doesn't matter. It's preseason. 
Um, during the break, I'm going to cut it on so I can hear Justin Shackle and Frank Isola on the call. 877-337-6666. More Yankees talk, more MLB. Uh, this game just got underway down there in Atlanta. Got eyes on that. I'm also going to look for this Knicks score. Keith McPherson on the fan. Back after this quick timeout. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.